chapter 21. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea than I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Also she had a great and high wall, with twelve gates and twelve angels at the gates, and names written on them, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. Now the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. Twelve thousand furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. 
and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Chapter 22 And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its streets, and on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John, saw and heard these things, and when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers, and sexually immoral, and murderers, and idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him who hears say, Come. And let him who thirsts, Come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Son of God and infinitely more. To Him be all the praise and glory and to the Father God and to the Holy Spirit. Um. The Lord is one and He's the most beautiful 
glorious person in the universe and humans were born to fellowship with him. Amen. This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. Lord, we give you this time and, and thank you for giving us eternal life. Thank you for everything. I bless those listening and I believe that if they're not saved, you'll save them. If they have not been born of water in the Spirit, I believe with them that you'll give them that experience and more. In Jesus' name, amen, that you'll reveal your glory to them. And Lord, send out laborers to the harvest fields, um, to the Middle East, to 450 million people there. In, in Jesus' name, amen. This brief message, the, the main theme is the presence of Jesus and His glory and majesty, which is beyond human words. The beginning of this message had the last two chapters of the Bible, uh, Revelation chapters 21 and 22, so glorious. And, and I want to hone in on, you notice how it says that the New Jerusalem was pure gold like clear glass. And that the streets of gold, it's very famous, many people know, the streets are gold, but they're also tr like transparent glass. And then the river of life that flows from the throne of God, it said is clear as crystal. And, and I want to emphasize, as far as I understand it, everything in heaven is made from God's glory. All of heaven, the entire planet, and all of the landscape, um, the things I just mentioned, the New Jerusalem, the all the angels, the and and remember, heaven's a big place. Thirty to forty billion saints in heaven, and all of their homes are literally made from His glory, which is really incredible. When when someone is saved and they know Jesus is Lord and Savior, when they get to heaven, their spirit person will be literally in the likeness and image of God perfectly and they will be... Really what they will be is beyond words. But we can try to put it into words and say that they, their spirit person is completely filled with God Himself, the Holy Spirit, the, the, the Spirit, the presence of Jesus, and they're filled with the glory of the Lord. Amen. And so the descriptions in, the, in those last two chapters of Revelation, so glorious, I mean, just so... Because it's all, all those things are made from God's glory. That's the, the presence of Jesus, the the Holy Spirit. So when someone meets Him, they will only want Him. I mean, His, his glory is on the 1 to 10 scale of, of everything a person dreams of is infinity. And, that, and I want to keep saying that because it's very disappointing. That's not spoken about a lot. And, and even most believers don't even realize that. I want to add this. This is something new. I've never shared in this podcast. It's not that big of a deal. But even on the earth, what are the two things that humans absolutely need every day, pretty much every day, 
I mean, without them, we would die if we air and water, right? I mean, that's if if somebody doesn't have water for three days, you know, studies show that that person will probably die if they don't have water of some kind. Most foods and fruits and vegetables have a lot of water, so they don't have to, you know, if they, as long as they have those things, they don't, well, I mean, that's a generally known fact. But it, it's fascinating that, that air, of course, is invisible completely, clear, you know, and, and water also, even though we can feel water and we can, you know, drink it and, and, but it's actually invisible. It's clear, most water. And so that's really, <laughs> that's like a faint natural um, example of, of the things that God creates. It's something in our natural world that we take for granted. But God gives those things and they're clear. Just, it's almost like the things in heaven like that I mentioned earlier that are, you know, the, the New Jerusalem, the streets, the, the, the river of life, which actually that river of life flows from God's throne. And I believe that's the Holy Spirit. And that river of life literally gives life to everything, both in heaven and on the earth. But it's clear as crystal. And so in the same way, on the earth, God gives air and water. He gives all of that. We as humans take it for granted, but He gives those things and they are invisible. You know, the, the most important things that are vital to our survival are invisible. Isn't that interesting? And it's really, I mean, it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. We cannot see Him. We cannot, but it's absolutely important if someone has a relationship with Jesus with, and therefore with the Holy Spirit, then they are alive and, and they will live forever if they stay with Jesus. If somebody does not, they miss heaven and they end up in hell. And, and that brings up um, the reason hell does not have anything good is that God withdrew Himself from that place. And so, because of that, for example, there's no air or water. There's very little air, if any, and then no water. And that's revealed in the Bible, um, in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Very, very briefly, I want to answer perhaps two of the, the biggest objections people have about the Gospel. Number one, they, they, their objection is, how could there be a hell at all? How could a place like that exist? Well, it's a simple answer. Angels are eternal. God is eternal. Amen. He is eternity. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are lived in the eternal past and, and are eternal. Um, and, and so angels, because God made them, they're eternal. The ones who rebelled, there had to be a place for them for eternity. And that, that's why there's a hell. That's why Jesus said, hell is, is the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. It wasn't prepared for man. man. Now the next, that leads to the next objection. People 
say, well, how could God allow anyone to go to hell? You're saying God's a God of love. Well, we, we should never cross-question God in any way, but it's a simple answer. God made humans in His own image and likeness, and humans have choice. God cannot make anyone receive Him, receive Jesus Christ. He can't, and, and if we look at a human's, every human being on the earth literally probably makes hundreds of decisions, even thousands of decisions every day. Choices. They have choices. And they make decisions. Why? Because we're made in God's image and likeness. It's, it's a glorious truth. It's an absolutely, it's perhaps is one of the greatest mysteries of the kingdom of heaven is that humans are in God's, He made them in His image and likeness and, and therefore humans are also eternal. And, and I'll admit the, the whole subject and the reality of hell is a pretty difficult subject. I don't hear many ministers or preachers uh, speaking about it much, although Jesus spoke more about hell than He did about heaven. But I admit, I mean, it, when we look at the reality of hell, that it's a place of fire, that every lost soul there is burned with fire. And, they, and their senses are much stronger in hell than they are on earth. Jesus told Mary Baxter those things specifically, and it's all in the book of Divine Revelation of Hell. Um, but, but really, the whole key is humbling ourselves before God. Not objecting, not coming up with objections, and, and realizing, you know, those of us who have a Bible, we, we are fortunate that we can read right in the Bible that the real battle is God versus the enemy. That there is an enemy. There is, uh, and but even if someone never has a Bible, if we, if some, as long as someone just humbles themselves before God, they they get out of that. They, you know, anyone who belongs to to Jesus Christ, to God, is is truly blessed and favored and fortunate, and they. Um, and really, you know, they have God Almighty, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ living within them and all around them. I mean, we, we're guaranteed victory, basically. Uh, Reinhard Bonnke said, we're condemned to victory. He said, I believe that with all my heart. And the reason I said, you know, the, those of us who have a Bible, we know that the, the real battle is God versus the enemy. And therefore, every person on the earth, it's an absolute necessity that they uh, get saved and escape that. You know, that they choose God instead of self and definitely choose God instead of the enemy. Um, Reinhard Bonnke, who's a patriarch of the faith, one time someone came to, told him and said, look, I, I don't... Uh, your gospel seems to be for weak characters. Um, I'm brilliant at school. You know, I've got, uh, you know, Reinhard Bonnke acknowledged and said, yeah, he was. I mean, he was brilliant. But after hearing what this person said, Reinhard Bonnke said, your arithmetic doesn't work out because you've forgotten the unknown factor. Your arithmetic would only work out if there was no devil in your country. 
and and so he he said whether we are weak or whether we are strong we're all in need of salvation through Jesus Christ and here's why I've said I I have not really said it the way that I said it is that there you know um, at least recently in this podcast I have not pointed out you know the real battle is the almighty God the great and awesome God of the universe Jehovah God the creator of the heavens and the earth okay think of how much bigger I mean <laughs> amen he's he's the great and awesome God and he's the three in one God the Father Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit Okay, and the battle is him versus the enemy who was the highest ranking angel, the only angel with two offices. Angels are glorious and awesome, incredible, mighty beings. Every individual angel, some are so powerful and so big, we don't even know how big they are. I mean, we don't know how tall some of them are. One of them's glory illuminated the entire earth. That's just an angel, a mighty angel. But every angel is glorious and awesome because their God's created them and they're spirit beings. Think of how powerful and awesome God is and Jesus Christ and just so awesome. I mean, it's just glory to God. Um, so the battle, the enemy rebelled and we know what happened. He was thrown out of heaven. Jesus called him the prince of this world three times. And so in reading the Divine, Revela- a Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter, if you want to learn about hell and about the enemy, just read that book. But she actually saw the enemy in hell and, and um, you know, Jesus spoke about the enemy to her. So that's the battle. When, when we realize that, Someone should just instantly be like, wow, I need, I need to choose God. I need to choose Jesus Christ. If I do that, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, anyone who doesn't do that is in a very precarious state. Their eternity depends upon it. If they die, they'll miss heaven, the glorious, wonderful heaven that God has created for, for human beings, His home. And they'll end up in hell because the battle is God versus the enemy. It's it's absolutely, I mean, plus on the earth, they're missing out on God, on Jesus Christ, the wonderful Holy Spirit, all these wonderful things, the eternal life and just what humans were created for. This glorious walk with Jesus Christ and and the Holy Spirit who is God who is Jesus Christ and and the benefits I mean you almost the main thing is his presence and glory so wonderful and beautiful if someone wants beauty and and all the things a human dreams of just come to Jesus Christ Starting with happiness, joy, peace, fulfillment, harmony, um, perfect peace. That's the potential of having perfect peace. Fullness of joy. 
love, the love of God, faith, hope, um, the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, all these, um, the promises, um, even just the first teaching, the Beatitudes, Jesus said, happy, nine times he said happy that word that greek word for that's translated it is it does mean happy happy are the um poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven then you know it's incredible promises um but that word that greek word could also be translated rich favored fortunate and the promises, there's so many promises. I mean, we, we even, sometimes we don't realize that. You know, it's, it, Jesus said, store, we can store up treasures in heaven. Eternal treasures in heaven. Um, have angels uh, protecting us. Favor from, I mean... Jesus said, He who confesses Me before men, I will confess Him before My Father in heaven. Do you want favor with in heaven with Jesus confessing you before His Father? Just tell people about Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, he said, also another, transla- another version of that, similar, Jesus said, He who confesses Me before men, I will confess Him before the holy angels. Amen. Um, Jesus said, if anyone serves me, him my Father will honor. He said, if, if you love me, you will, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, my commandments. And my Father will... Uh, Jesus said, if, um, if anyone keeps my commandments... Uh, apology. Let me let me just state. Okay, this is this is an incredible promise that Jesus gave. He said, "If anyone loves me, he will keep my commandments. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him." Okay, how would you like for God Almighty to make His home with you? Jesus offers these things, and it goes on and on. So to think, when if somebody chooses self or something else instead of Jesus Christ, look, think of what they're missing out on. And most importantly, for eternity, they're missing out on heaven and ending up in hell. That's the has to be human's most important decision, choice. But also, on the earth, look at what they're missing out on. How could someone say no to all of that? And another way to put it is, um, we could we could honestly say to someone, "How would you like to live forever in glory, in God's home, in the glory of the Lord, and be perfectly fulfilled and satisfied, and be in the prime of life for eternity?" That's what Jesus offers. That that's absolutely that's even an understatement. Thank you for listening today. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, just receive Him. Um, please visit wonderreality.org to learn more about eternal life and, and about Jesus Christ and about heaven. Um, there's 
on the home page there's a the, the entire website has a lot of resources and free content and books and thank you for listening today and blessings